following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, June, I have to say right up front that if, if we did, you know, themed bump music as uh, some uh-huh. programs do, we'd have to play, I can see clearly now. Because the rain <laughs> must fall. Well, <laughs> because you can see clearly now, and uh, I know that people were praying for you for eye oh, surgeries and that, oh. that kind of thing. So I just wanted to kind of report as as far as uh, what I oh. heard from today from people was that uh, everything is good and you're on the mend and uh, seeing clearly. Yes. Well, I had cataracts in both eyes. They said they were ripe. And uh, it was right before I started to teach the cultural hot topics. And I said, I can't, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do this. And I had floaters in both eyes. And so all I know is two weeks ago, uh, yeah, I had my right eye uh, for distance. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next day, I, anyway, I, I now see 20-20 out of at least one eye. And then the other one was yesterday and today. Uh, for my nearsighted eye, and uh, so I can. It's a little fuzzy, but it's not. It doesn't hurt. Well, good. So, yeah. Uh, thank well, you. People are always concerned about how you're doing uh, personally, and so I just want to give that update. You didn't know I was going to do that, but as no, you, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but glad you're. Uh, thank God for modern medicine too. And, yes. Uh, and uh, so, as you talked about the the hot topics that you uh, were we're talking about uh, over last fall, really, that uh, now you mm-hmm. have some hot topics that you're going to start addressing on Sundays, and uh, those are the emotional hot topics and uh, yes. really how to deal with emotions. So help us with, with that. What are you going to talk about? Well, everyone has emotions, yet at times we don't always know what to do with them. Uh, for certain, no one wants to have emotions out of control, out of control. Mm. And so for those who have struggled with self-worth um, or wrestled with rejection, uh, grappled with guilt uh, or anger or grief, uh, there are times when we've had fear or at least some of us have, uh, or, or feeling like we're drowning in de- depression. Um, that's why we're doing this series, and uh, it's all on emotions. It begins next Sunday, uh, late afternoon, from seven. Uh, no, no, from five thirty to seven. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be a part of uh, a series. It, it, it's called Discipleship University, and the cost is so much. It's <laughs> F-R-E-E, free. That's the best. <laughs> yep. And so it's an hour, these are hour-and-a-half sessions um, over – it's nine sessions over an 11-week period. And there are sometimes when people join us, they don't have to be – a part of the, uh, the 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 membership of First Baptist Church Dallas, but it's called Discipleship University. There are multiple courses that are taught at the same time, and uh, I've I've uh, loved 
doing these um, for for uh, several years. I've taught at Discipleship University, and would love to just invite anyone who says, "Boy, I I I need this," or "I know someone." Uh, I, I would love to be able to understand what to do. Uh, with these kinds of topics specifically it's I, I can promise you what we have will either help you or help you help others mm. and you know everybody wants to know somebody wise well this is where you can come and learn how to be wise in these areas that are so practical uh, for example this next week uh, th this this Sunday will be anger, the answer to anger. Uh, and then next is depression, walking from darkness into the dawn. Um, fear is next, um, how to be no longer afraid. Grief is huge. Um, everyone experiences times of grief, and it's living with peace, living at peace with loss. Uh, in February, it will be uh, loneliness. Uh, the it's from longing to belonging. Um, it's uh, also in February I'll be doing guilt, how to live guilt-free, and anxiety, calming the fearful heart. In March, um, we'll do uh, envy and jealousy. Taming the Terrible Twins, and uh, we'll conclude with self-worth, discovering your God-given worth. So I just say, you know, come and be a part of this if you would like to. It's a nine-week course. It can literally change your life. It can help you change others. That's the joy. Let me give the contact information for that. Again, it's Sundays at 5.30 to 7 p.m., just an hour and a half on those sessions. Um, it can You can do it live at First Baptist Church in Dallas, or if you're not local, maybe you uh, would like to take the Zoom option, just go to our website, hopefortheheart.org slash events, and find that event there. It will give you then the link to sign up, to register, uh, and to get the Zoom link there as well. It's hopefortheheart.org slash events. And we hope you'll join us. It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our keys for living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions about any of the topics here on the program, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. We have over 100 titles to help address what you might be dealing with in your life. And uh, again, customer support can uh, help you through that, get you the right resources. And they're available uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. The number is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you are interested in the series that June was talking about, uh, How to Handle Your Emotions, uh, that is available. Just go to our website, hopefortheheart.org slash events, and you can attend, of course, if you're local to our area, the DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth area, you can attend in person, or maybe you can uh, just Zoom from anywhere, and you can connect with us there. The meeting ID and all the necessary details are there on our website. Again, hopefortheheart.org slash events. Let's get to our caller for tonight, and this evening we welcome listening on WTRJ in Florida. Tonight we have Terry. Well, welcome to Hope, Terry. How can we help you? Hi, thank you for taking my call, and thank you for all that you do. Aren't you thoughtful? Thank Um, you. Yes. um, Well, I lost my husband on December 10th. Um, We were married for 30 years. Mm. Um, We have that's half of my life. We have three children. They're all in their early 20s. Mm, Yes. And he he took his own life. Oh. You're you're saying he committed suicide? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. What a tragedy. I'm so, mm. Bless your heart. Mm. I'm sure these past uh, weeks and uh, months have been incredibly painful for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had issues with depression. Um, he had issues from basically childhood on, and um, things kind of progressed after we got married, after my daughter was born. Um, he, he'd been in and out of um, 
rehab therapy for everything. He tried the ECT therapy, um, which is like the electroshock. Mm-hmm. And he had been on all kinds of depression medication. And it's just he, just, he just had such a hard road. And I would say the last 10 years of our married life was just really, really hard. It got worse. Um, he was very verbally berating to me, very verbally abusive. And unfortunately, our kids were, ex- they were exposed to that, meaning mm-hmm. he didn't do it to them, but they heard him do it to me often. How did it impact them? Um, well, the way it impacted them is, in their eyes now, Daddy was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And it just kept escalating. But as far as Daddy being the bad guy, it's like Dad took it that I turned the children against him because I'm emotional when he would say something to me or, you know, call me names or whatever, I'd start crying. Mm-hmm. And when I start crying, the kids saw it and they heard it and they'd be, what's wrong, Mom? You know? And I'd just say, oh, you know, Dad, I, Dad and I just had a disagreement. Don't worry, we'll work it out. But it kept on and on and on. So yes. it's not so much as I went to the children and told them. It's it's what they saw and what they heard. Yes. So as they became teenagers now, now my boys start to not hate their dad. I don't know what the word is for it, but they just really disliked how he was. He wasn't the type of father that, you know, played sports with them or anything else. Mm. He was more technological. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. So did you ever f- feel guilty? Or? Oh, I have lots of those feelings, lots of those emotions, like you're speaking of a little while ago, the yes. guilt, regret, anger. Um, a lot of guilt because um, the week that he died, he kind of went into isolation in his man cave. Uh-huh. And normally when he'd get angry, he would say, let me go in my room and cool off and don't bother me. And when I feel better, I'll come out. But it had been a week and he never came out. And we were too afraid to go check on him. Because we didn't want to get yelled at. We went in yeah. the room. Well, you were conditioned to know that you would be, um, that there would be the verbal abuse if uh, you violated what he asked. Is that not true? That's true. Yeah. So, sweetheart, tried this to avoid is. It. Well. You took him at his word because you 
you've experienced the repercussion many times. Um, uh, what I'm hearing is you sought to make reconciliation, but it seems that there were so many times that your kids even observed um, what was going on was bad. Yep. And so, sweetheart, that's not your guilt. I just want you to be very aware of false guilt. False guilt. And that that doesn't even that that won't honor his memory if you live with false guilt. By the way, I grew up with a father. I I I uh, hated how my dad treated my mom. I mean, you're 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 really resonating with me. Um, now, I was I was. I was so concerned about her because it impacted her and she would at times believe the things that he would say or she questioned his accusations. For for my dad, it would be, he would say you're mentally ill and just things that were not true. Um, But the put-downs were so hard. So I can understand from a child's point of view, as a daughter, um, I would do anything to try to protect my mom. And that's normal. Mm-hmm. So, sweetheart, it's... And, and you can't miss... Um, I'm, I'm hearing you weren't trying to turn your kids against him. Nope, I wasn't. And my mom didn't either. But... We all saw and heard, and it's it's imperative because I asked, I wanted to find out, are you feeling guilty? But sweetheart, that doesn't honor your family for you to carry false guilt. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's just I changed so much of my life for him because I loved him. He, he was the type of person that he was very, in, like, he was gifted as a child. He was extremely intelligent. He mm-hmm. taught politics, religion, science, and his frustration with me is that, I mean, I wasn't that intelligent, uh, you know, equipped that way. My intelligence is maybe in other things. Mm-hmm. But that was frustrating to him because he could never find anybody who could match up to how he thought and, you know, those how he felt about things. But um, the way he works is life according to him was if you did things his way, believed what he believed, all is right with the world. And if you went against it, then everything was wrong. It's so black and white. 
Mm-hmm. And I did, I did many stupid, regrettable things. I mean, I, I don't, I'm a closet Christian because well, I was born and raised Catholic. He was born and raised Catholic, but he had things happen to him as a child that turned him away from that. And so he turned to, in his readings and learnings, he got interested in the Wiccan. Oh, oh, yeah. the dark side. Yeah. Well, according to him, it was more of a worship of nature and, you know, fairies and, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, I never saw him practice, like, any type of black magic or anything. Mm-hmm. It would always be, you know, but, you know, it's still, it's not, you know, paganism. It's not Christianity. Yes. No, and he didn't a- want our kids exposed to Jesus slash God. And that was hurtful to me because I believe in the Lord. So that was a struggle. I tried to go his way, and it backfired. How did it backfire? Because I no longer wanted to practice um, the Wiccan religion. I didn't want to go to rituals and wear robes, and I just that wasn't me. It wasn't being true to myself. But That's at right. the time, I tried to do it because I loved him. And I wanted to be supportive with what he wanted. That made him happy. Um, yeah. Yes. And so, you know, now that he's gone, I'm trying to get my spirituality back. I never really lost it, but, you know, it, it needs to be better than it was. Well... I can promise you, based on what you've shared, we can help you in major ways. And the Lord knows um, what, what we do is we we can't go back and change the past, but we can change what we do for the future. And that means what you do in the present will determine more and more the freedom that you're going to have spiritually. Um, Sweetheart, my heart's with you. We will definitely deal with this issue. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. 
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of our ministry. It means so much to us. We really do thank you for that. If you have uh, questions about the topics that we cover here on the program, give our customer support team a call at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to get some resources into your hands, maybe point you to free resources on the website, uh, hopefortheheart.org, and they can... uh, give you some information there, or they can maybe uh, send a resource on its way to you and get you uh, that resource pretty quickly. So talk to them, see what might be best for you. We'd like to recommend our Keys for Living Tonight called Verbal and Emotional Abuse, Victory Over the Power of Abuse. And uh, that's available by calling customer support. They'll help you with that or any other resource that might be helpful to you. If you'd like to speak with June about a situation going on in your life and do that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, give us a call at 800- Night 17. That's 800 N I G H T 17. And when you call, leave a detailed message for us. We'll just get back to you and uh, talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. We welcome your call. Again, it's 800 Night 17, 800 644 4817. Let's return now to our conversation with Terry. Well, Terry, I know that this has been um, such a t- tender time for you and um, how are your three young adult children um, coping um, they're just as devastated as I am um, especially my um, my son the, the middle child because he found he's the one that found um, dad mm-hmm and he and he had had an altercation, a verbal altercation with Dad, like that Monday of that week. And uh, I had a verbal altercation with him that same night, and I think that just triggered it, and it went downhill from there. So my son is dealing with a lot of guilt over that, and uh, uh, and you know the trauma of finding him passed on yes um yeah he's he's not talking much he's just going back to work that's how he's dealing with it he's very quiet you know the issue of suicide 
let me just mention that it is what's typical is all of those who are remaining they think if only I had and you fill in the blank if only I had done this if only I had and it's and and that that means many people not just you as a wife but it, it is so um normal for those of us who I'm thinking of someone where uh, there was someone who wanted to talk with me and I I was willing to and yet this person committed suicide a man and um you know many times I thought if I wish I had, if only I had you know and so I just want to say that um it is normal to go there but ultimately as you've already described your husband he was very you didn't say this but he was very self-willed it's like it's my way and it's that's the only way yeah. that's how you yeah. described him and he did not want your kids exposed to Christianity so he was imposing on everyone else his whether it was a Wiccan value system or a mindset the the point is it what it didn't that does not line up with I'll say this way the God of the Bible um, do you believe the Bible is true? I do. Good. I'm glad you do. It is called it, the Word of God. It is God's Word for all of us. And it is imperative that you get this straight, even for your children, that it is not your guilt that he made this choice. Life is a series of choices. And yep. Yep. in truth, he chose to end his life. And just as you can't, you don't have the power to make someone commit suicide. Your son doesn't have the power to make another person in their lives and you know he it, by the way it might be helpful if your son would uh, if you're concerned about how your son is is processing this your second born um, you it might be helpful for him to go to a Christian counselor just to help him talk through his his mindset. Does that make sense? Uh, it does. And my, my, well, I've reached out to him and given him a few resources here. I've urged him to do that. Well, another thought I have, and I'm not saying you should do this. I'm just going to pose. 
Um, do you happen to know a Christian counselor? Yes. Okay. Um, it could be beneficial for you to go. And then um, sometimes this happens. If, if, if you're concerned about your son, sometimes a person can go to a counselor and then someone else who needs counsel, you could say, would you come with me? Uh, and and you're, you're, it's like he could be a part of some um, of the, uh, to listen to a wise counselor who could help him if he wouldn't do it on his own, but he might do it for you. Does that make sense? That's a good idea. I've seen this very helpful, uh, where a person won't go for themselves, but they'll go to help someone else, and then all of a sudden they're being helped. Yeah. And it could be very freeing, because... Anyone who has a biblical worldview would not put blame on him or you. Um, you know, for example, the Bible says, I've set before you, it's actually God speaking, I've set before you life and death. Choose life so that you and your children may live. That's just one of the many, many, many passages in the Bible. But you see, you said that your husband um, wanted nothing to do with Christianity and did not want your children to be exposed to Christianity, uh, to Christ and who he really was and here on earth. And um, so he, he was going the opposite direction. Um, and you can love someone, but yet, in truth, um, if that person is going in opposition of of God, um, it can make um, life very, very painful, as you've described the verbal, he was verbally abusive, and the things that... Um, even the kids recognized that what he was doing was bad. And that's healthy for them to, to know that. That's not wrong for them to try to, um, if you will, take up for you. That, that is the right, that, that is a right response, even for children. Is that making sense to you as I say that? Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Because you want them to have tender hearts, don't you? You want them to be caring, to be caring and compassionate. Um, if you look at the characteristics of, of Jesus, he, he, he Christ was filled with compassion. 
And he reached out and helped others to be what they couldn't be on their own, but as he introduced them to not just eternal life, but how to have Christ in their hearts. To uh, The Bible says, as many as received him, Jesus, to them he gave the right to become children of God. See, so he adopts us into his family if we humble our hearts and receive Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. So, when, when you think about, um, have you thought about what your future will be like? Oh, it's just so up in the air. He's left so many things undone. It's, uh, I, I didn't even know where to begin. I mean, at 60, i got to start my life again at 60. Um, mm. And I have to learn a whole new way of doing things because it's like what I was going through is I would rather have him here berating me than him being gone, if that makes any sense. Yes. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something with you that's very personal. Um, my dad was... Uh, was quite a bit older than my mom and uh, when when he died um, my mom was not yet 60 but I want you to know regardless of how he treated her she was kind to him and yet I can tell you it impacted me very negatively how in fact it hurt us all Uh, there were four of us kids but what I watched was this is and this is hopeful for you I watched my mother blossom I couldn't believe what happened after my dad's death and I mean I I just it's like a flower that was a little bud and then she became full bloom. I think that's going to be you. It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. 
As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in just a moment. If you have questions or concerns about tonight's topic, uh, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central, and they'll help you access the appropriate resources. Let me recommend to you our keys for living called Abuse Recovery from Surviving to Thriving, and also want to point you to our uh, keys for living on suicide, and uh, that is called Suicide Prevention Hope When Life Seems Hopeless. If you'd like to talk to customer support, again, the number is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673, or you can email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Ask any questions you have regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program. Again, that's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Now back to our conversation with Terry. Well, Terry, when, when you realize, even though your husband um, was very self-willed and lived his life his way and wanted only his way to be done. Now is your opportunity to live God's way. And this is going to give you an opportunity to be the person God created you to be. And I understand it is natural for you to have pain. It's natural for you to have grief. The Bible says there's a time to grieve. There's a time to mourn. And yet, In the passage from the Bible that says that, you see that that time is not solely grief, solely mourning, meaning there's a time frame. It's normal, and then there's a time for there to be renewed hope, renewed joy, there will be major change that will take place. I think if we could 
do this is I'm thinking, for some reason I have in my mind a picture um, of, of a, um, like, it's a restart button. And I'm thinking, for your life, for us to talk about first things first, like, what do you do now? Now, of course, you've already had some significant change. You said your husband uh, died. Uh, it was, I think you said December. Is that right? December 10th? Yeah, yes. Okay, so the shock part, you can still feel shock, but the point is the most the most important is that you now become the woman God created you to be. Do you agree that that would be the best that could possibly take place from God's perspective? Yes, I believe that. Okay. So I think um, I think what else might help me in this process, and it was one of the main questions I wanted to ask you, if it's okay, is what do you think, because he took his own life, I am concerned for his soul. Because God is merciful, do you think... He will have mercy on my husband's soul because he was mentally ill. Even though he took his own life, he made that choice. That would really be a comfort to me to have your perspective about that. What I would answer is based on the Bible. Because my, my opinion actually is not the most important. It's what God reveals. The Bible is a, uh, it's like a love letter to us from God. It gives us the way to live, the way to think, uh, the way to be wise, like the book of Proverbs. And what Jesus said is, and Jesus Jesus is God. There's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The, that's the Trinity. God the Son, he's God who took on human form. And he came to earth knowing that he left a perfect place, heaven, knowing he was born to literally be crucified, knowing he... And why did he do this? He did this because he knew all of us have chosen wrong, the Bible says, all we like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. 
but the Lord laid on him, Jesus, the sin of us all. That's in Isaiah 53. That's Old Testament and the New Testament says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we've all chosen wrong. And in truth, we can't pay the price for our sin. This is why Jesus came. He who was sinless lived a perfect life and upon his death he chose to take our sin on himself so that if, and here's the key, if we would humble our hearts and receive Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, he then would literally forgive us of all of our sin and that means that we would enter into a relationship with him. The, the Bible is clear about we are to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone will open that door, I will come into him. By the way, at one time I didn't know this. I, did, I wasn't taught this because I didn't know the Bible. But then when I saw that the Bible even says it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, we have the opportunity to humble our hearts and receive Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So he's communicated this. Now, a person has a choice. And, sweetheart, I, all I can do is tell you that it matters what Jesus said. He, he was very clear about what is salvation. And I can't give assurance of something beyond what the Bible actually says. And what that means is, like when we read probably the most famous verse in the Bible in the New Testament is John three sixteen. God so loved the world. See, this is his motivation. This is God's motivation. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him, and believes means to rely upon, to trust, entrust your life to him, shall not perish but have eternal life. Uh, this is what God says is the way to eternal life. Let, let me ask you a question. Has there been a time in your life where you know you have humbled your heart and received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, giving him control of your life? Or is that something you would want to do? Well, I did it many years ago. That was when I was single. And like mm -hmm. I said, I just got caught up in his thing, and I was just 
being a closet Christian, I guess you want to say. So do you believe that you had a changed life through Christ then? Or is that something you want to secure now? I would like to rededicate myself. That's precious. I can't think of anything more meaningful for you because, sweetheart, you have the rest of your life to be yielded to the Lord because you're free to do that. So let just, just pray after me. God, I want to totally dedicate my life to you. Just repeat that after. I want to totally dedicate my life to you. Right now, I thank you for caring about me. Thank you for caring about me, Lord. Thank you for being willing to forgive me of all of my sin. Thank you for being willing to forgive me for my sin. I'm asking you right now, Lord Jesus. I'm asking you, Lord, right now, Jesus. To come into my life. Please come into my life. I give you control of my life. I give you control of my life. Make me the person you created me to be. I give you my mind, I give you my mind and my heart. I give you all of me right now. I give you all of me right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Sweetheart, you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Listen to this. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And if you would like, we can talk about next steps. We can talk again and determine where do you go from here? What would your life be most honoring? What, how, how can you become secure and be an example to your children and do what's best for them? Would you like to do that? We will send our keys for living on salvation called Answering Arguments, Overcoming Objections. We'll send that out to tonight's caller, and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of our ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. We thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.